Welcome to the Red Flood Podcast, where we will take a look into various topics related to the Bible and Christian faith. This gives me an opportunity to go into detail and have a discussion about topics that we just simply don't have time to discuss on Sundays or even during Bible study. Before we begin, I have to shout out my good friend, Matthew Dunn, who is the host of the Dunn Son Talk Podcast. Check that podcast out for the latest in entertainment music, sports, pretty much everything. He gave me the idea to do a podcast, and I took the idea and ran with it. So I got to thank you for that, bro. I really appreciate the idea, man. And the Lord just took it the rest of the way. And here we are today, episode one of the Red Flux podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you tuned in. You won't be sorry. You're going to enjoy this. So let's get right into it. Where did the Bible come from? It's a question that I think many believers don't have a silent answer to, and it's a perfect starting point for this biblical podcast. The Word of God was in the beginning with God, and that's confirmed out of the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. God put the Word in flesh through Jesus to Christ and brought it down to man over 2,000 years ago. Now, the Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the written Word has come as God spoke to holy men and they wrote what God told them to write. So many people will say, well, I don't know if I could believe the Bible because the Bible was written by man. The Bible wasn't written by God, but the Bible was God breathed. In other words, God spoke to these men and told them exactly what to write. According to Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, it says, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Also in the word of God, we find in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be what? Complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Bible, 66 books written over a period of several hundred years by many different men. And many will say that the Bible is old. How can a book written over 2,000 years ago apply to us today in the year 2018? And you're right, the Bible is old. But the Bible is also new. Sometimes we think that this ancient book is out of date, but really it speaks of the past, it speaks of the present, and the future. And so how do we know that the Bible is God's word? I'm going to give you some scriptures. And listen, everything that I'm telling you today, everything that that I'm laying out today, 
It's not a matter of my opinion, but all of this is coming straight from the scripture. You can go to these uh, uh, passages and find exactly what I'm saying there. Look at John chapter 6, verse 63. It says, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Then over in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25, it says, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. And so I believe that what has happened is because people's perception of the Bible and their idea of the Bible and, and, and because they interject opinion instead of using scripture to support what scripture says, because you can use scripture to interpret scripture. I believe this is why we have division in the church today. That's why we have so many denominations and these denominations show us that we are far from agreement on what the Bible means. And this causes confusion among non-believers especially. They will say, how can a belief or religion have so many interpretations? And this is a valid point. Denominations do cause division among the church. However, the central theme of the Bible should be the one common denominator across the board. And that theme is that God sent his son to the world through his death, to save the world through his death. And as long as that is the core of your belief as a Christian, your methods and your style of worship are going to differ. But if you believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he came and that he died, that he wasn't just a martyr who died and is still in the grave, but that on the third day after he died, he rose from the grave and that he has all power in his hand. If that's your core belief, but you're a Baptist, but you're a Methodist, but you're Episcopalian, the, the, the denominations are irrelevant. So when was the Bible first printed? It was printed in 1450 AD in Metz, Germany by Gutenberg, inventor of the art of printing, which leads to the question, is the Bible complete? And the answer to that question is yes. The books of the Bible as we have them today are the complete work of God. And there are no lost books of the Bible, despite what you might see uh, on, on some movies that will tell you that these are the lost books of the Bible, despite what they might show uh, on, on some shows on TV, some documentaries. The Bible is complete. And I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast that you might stay up to date on each episode. Next time, we will address the question, is it part of the mission of the church to correct the civic and the social issues of today? Is it the church's responsibility and role? Is it their mission to correct the social issues that we are facing today? Listeners, you can send in questions and submissions for my next episode. You can do that right in this app, or you can email me at revflood at outlook.com. That's R-E-V F-L-O-O-D. And then you can follow this ministry on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rev Flood, the same name across all platforms. And I'll leave you with this. This is a Seussism out of one of the greatest leadership books of all time, outside of the Bible, of course. Uh, Seussisms by Dr. Seuss. Be true to yourself. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. 
and you are the guy who will decide where to go. Oh, the places you will go. Until next time, may God bless you.